Uh, let's relive what was a fabulous moment now on Saturday night out at the Meadows and keeping that Damien Oliver theme that we've been talking about all morning, it was Scalacci, the fairy tale result. The leader was Scalacci. It's three or four clear from Postman Pat on the inside of Hector Forley. Out deep, big energy. Next in the field was past the buck. Miles off the lead. Wow, she's fast. And Jay is Jay. But Scalacci, four in front. Postman Pat's roaring home. Scalacci all out. Postman Pat. Scalacci! Scalacci won the Phoenix and beat Postman Pat. Hector Forley ran third. This is what racing does. I love you, mate. Oh. You backed me up. I did back you. I backed you. Scalacci has done it, your boy. He has. <laughs> James, I've got to cry, mate, really. This is unbelievable, mate. It is unbelievable. You, know? you can't believe it, can you? No, I can't, mate. I, I was just hoping he jumps. I knew if he jumped, mate, that's, that's his go. I'll you know? Down. I love you, mate. Oh, really Work hard. My family. Yeah. They, um, they ride it with me, you know, the, the ride. It's, this is unbelievable, mate. This is unbelievable. I know Jeff Mitchell won the Melbourne Cup, but he couldn't believe it. And, and Ray Britton, we talk all the time. And this is unbelievable, mate. Well, I tell unbelievable. you what. Go, you good thing, Scalacci. Talk to me about who you met this week, one of the key pillars of Scalacci. Oh, Damien Oliver, yeah. He's uh, said to me that he'll be following the dog and he just hopes that, you know, he just does good and, and he's made the game, and he's made the name proud, mate, you know, like, he's made the name proud. He certainly has. Uh, that was Gia Tauke, who we had the pleasure of talking with last week and his passion, his love of the, the game and how he's put everything on on the line to follow that passion. He's a pizza shop owner as well. He he told us how he basically has no time off. He gets up in the morning, does the dogs, and then he does the pizzas to make a living at night time. And uh, it was a beautiful article written by his daughter in the um, Greyhound Recorder as well that just spelled out the dedication and it's all come to fruition on Saturday night, winning a million dollars in the world's richest Greyhound race. Yeah, good morning to you, Michael. I mean, it's an amazing story. And just for all three racing codes on Saturday, it was almost freaky the way things played out. And for me personally, it's hard not to get caught up in the emotion of Telgy's success and how sort of proud you feel for the sport, the way it presented on Saturday night on racing.com. But also the storyline behind him, he's got two dogs. And as far as I know, as soon as Galachi won, the phones at the pizza shop went absolutely <laughs> berserk. The <laughs> Facebook page went off. Uh, Telgy's joining the guys and cracking the codes shortly. So, um, yeah, that'll be must must listen radio. But, yeah, hard not to be caught up in the emotion of it He all. did say last week, if anyone rings up uh, and I win, you'll get a special. Uh, so uh, the business may actually have a dip in sales uh, or profit over the next couple of weeks, but it'll go through the roof and the uh, amount of pizzas. I'm waiting for the Scalacci special as well, which no doubt will be front and centre. But uh, the race itself, it, it delivered. There was a lot of huge build-up. I can't believe the price at Scalacci went around. Um, an outsider result. What did you make of the race overall, Joe? It's an epic contest. I mean, it was helter-skelter, really. And even on the night, sort of not actually taking in what happened in the race and just soaking soaking up what it was, looking this morning. I mean, Scalacci was one of the last to begin. So for him to still begin quite poorly, and, and that's been the trend for him over his past few starts, and then recover the way he did to find the lead. And after that, it was Hector Foley was close by, and everyone probably thought, boy, he's going to be hard to beat from here. Postman Pat was thereabouts. And those who sort of... Um, 
yeah, they were good in the feet, but just couldn't make enough ground on Scalacci. Just that break that he had at the turn was enough to to have him go all the way. And let's not take nothing away from Scalacci's performance. I mean, his time down the back straight was enormous as well. His overall time was good. So, yeah, epic edition of the Phoenix. We've seen three of them so far. Wow, she's fast going back to back, which, of course, we celebrated her final start mm. on Saturday night. And she went out to the, the deck and the sports bet guys after the last. So that was quite special. And Scalacci went upstairs uh, to go through the crowd to, to have those two superstars really just getting amongst the people. And wow, she's fast. Too. She she signed out in typical courageous fashion as well. Yeah, she ran four. So, even going back and watching her run, she sort of navigated early and, and worked out where she needed to be. And, yeah, for her to, to go out with a respectable performance was a great thing. It seems to – I know, as you said, it's it's only in its infancy, um, the Phoenix, but it continues to build each and every year. And it's now um, not just one of Australia's, but one of the world's best greyhound races. That is a target destination for anyone who's got a good greyhound. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a narrative from the start when the slot holders get announced and the, the format of the slot racing event. The race is good. It always is going to be good because with that amount of money up for grabs, you do get the best greyhounds a part of it. But what's been the shining light of the Phoenix has been the conversation around it, the storylines, as we've seen, um, none more so than ever going into this edition of it. So, yeah, it's an amazing event. And not only that and the build-up, but the night itself was quite special as well. The crowd was awesome. The shots I went to racing.com on air were just terrific. So, yeah, so proud for the sport to present the weight in on Saturday Well, the whole Dream Chasers Festival has been outstanding. And um, for someone like yourself, you obviously love um, the sport, but you work so closely in the sport. Um, doing the media, have you seen and felt that it's been one of the most popular and engaging um, Greyhound series we've seen? I think it has been. I mean, the, the turning point for me is, and naturally in build up to these races, you sort of go pitching for different things, whether you're trying to get on air to promote that or whether it be free-to-air TV, whatever it is. I think leading into the past month, that stuff has looked after itself. I think there's been genuine interest in what's been happening. There's been genuine uh, investment in the storylines and, and what's actually up for grabs in these races. So, yeah, and that doesn't come without the participation of the participants themselves mm. and their, their willingness to, to get on air. Like Telgy has over the past seven days, he's been rinsed from TV opportunities, <laughs> radio opportunities, and he's handled it just absolutely brilliantly. So, yeah, it's uh, the momentum's been huge and for it to end the way it has for the, the Dream Chasers Carnival has been unbelievable. Uh, Jace, well done to you, mate, and the team uh, who helped put on these huge events like Saturday. It's been absolutely brilliant getting the stories out there and it was a fairy tale finish with Scalacci uh, winning the Phoenix on the weekend. Uh, I'll be on holidays a little later this week, so you have a great um, festive season and look forward to catching up with you in 2024. Likewise, Michael. Merry Christmas and for the RSN team, unfortunately didn't go, all go to plan with big energy, but the support from the whole station towards uh, the Dream Chasers Festival has been second to none, so that's heavily appreciated by everyone at GRV. Good on you, Jace. Uh, Jason Adams doing a brilliant job with Greyhound Racing Victoria.